0: What's going on, everybody, and good afternoon. This is Season 2, Episode 24 of The Movement. The Movement. We are officially live. Yeah, Jerry's going to be ready to go next time around, and Eli, once we hit that one. (laughs) Uh, We are officially live, and we have an awesome, awesome episode for you guys today. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing and learning all about this amazing book right here. If you, if you could grab the book, and I'm gonna go ahead and grab one of these posters. Uh, Showdown at Firefly Island. Yes, we're gonna give the whole book a round of applause. Uh, first of all, let me go ahead and introduce the, co- the co-host of the show. You got Zach, my brother. He called himself Big General, by the way, Jerry. So his name is Big General, by the way. Uh, you got Yusuf, my brother, in the building as well. Ramsey, my nephew. And then the guests for today are the co-authors, all right? You got Jerry Boylan and Eli Clark. His grandson, 11-year-old grandson, by the way. Correct. Uh, 11-year-old grandson are here. They are the co-authors of this book, again, Showdown at Firefly Island. Uh, Jerry is also the chair uh, chairman of the advisory board at Detroit Pals. Well, I mean, he's going to let us know a lot more about what he does. That's, those are just a few of his titles that he has so far. So looking forward, again, to another great show. We're going to talk about how... The process of publishing a book All about this book as well And we're going to get into some other things Before we do that I do want to let you know Be sure to subscribe to our pages YouTube, Oz Media You can follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok Under Oz Media And then you can listen to the show later On Apple and Spotify Podcast Under Oz Media And if you want to call in, all right, I got my phone here with me. You have any questions, the number is 313-306-1750. Again, 313-306-1750. I want to give a shout out to our sponsors of this show. You got the Kahwa House, you got Hanley International Academy, you got BC Adhesives, and the Balkan House. Let's go ahead and give a shout out to the school that all these guys got promoted from, which is Hanley International Academy, the school that I currently work at and the school that Ramsey's an eighth grader in, and he's counting down his last days. We might get emotional right now with Ramsey, man. It's going to get emotional, well, soon, maybe. It's still March. But Ramsey, go ahead and give a shout-out to Hanley International Academy, and then we're going to go ahead and get this show on the road. Hanley International Academy. Hanley is a school that treats every student and staff like their own family. It's even in their vision statement, educating your child like our own. Did you also know that Hanley offers a virtual academy? So if you're looking for your kid to sign up for an online school, look no further than Hanley's Virtual Academy. But if you're looking for face-to-face, Hanley International Academy is located on 2400 Denton Street, Hamtramck, Michigan. The athletics there are great. The academics there are great. Shout out to the whole staff for being great teachers and educators for our leaders of tomorrow. So I just want to let you guys know, for those that are watching or eventually watching, if you're wondering how can you purchase this book that we will be talking about, the link, I made sure I pinned it. All right, it's right there. It's the first link that you can see. It's on Amazon. Um, well, it'll be available in a couple of weeks if I'm correct. No, it's right? available now. Oh, it's available now. Okay, yeah. so yes, it's on Amazon. That's the link right there. I pinned the link, so we'll be discussing it. But just want to let you know, and I'm gonna keep reminding you guys throughout the show. It is the pinned link um on the on the chat. So feel free to go ahead and check that out. So with that said, um, Jerry, Eli, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? You know, your journey and everything else in between. We can start off with you, Jerry, and then we'll pass it off to you, Eli.
1: Okay. So uh, thank you very much for having us on the show, for all of you. This is terrific. It's a great opportunity for Eli and I to talk a little bit about our book, which took us a lot of time to do. Um, And uh, I grew up in this area, grew up in Royal Oak, uh, and uh, lived a lot of different places uh, all over the country, and, and in some cases the world. Found my way back to my hometown, which is where I live now. My office is in my hometown, so hometown's a big, big deal to me i am married for 44 years wow uh, give, that, give that a round of applause to, to, Ramsey. definitely deserve a round of applause to, to the lovely kathy and uh we have four children uh all adults um and we have uh, five grandchildren and three of our four children live within a mile Uh, So it's wonderful. All the kids are uh, um, around us, except for our son, Joe, who, as I mentioned, is a coach for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And we go wherever he goes, Uh, so it gives us places to visit. So uh, that's a little background about me. I had my own business for many, many years uh, called uh, Long Point Capital. Now I have a business with my daughter called Boylan Holdings, where we invest uh, um, uh, into private businesses. And I'm also, as you said, involved with Detroit Police Athletic League. have been for 25 years, wow. uh, which is my primary focus for things that I do. It's my avocation. I'm a huge, huge fan of how sports uh, can work uh, you know, wonders for, for kids and for adults uh, and helping to build character and just learn so many different things. For sure. Um, and uh, I'm also an author. Wrote a couple books about 10 years ago. Uh, self-published them uh it was a lot of hard work and then started again i published this book eli and i started and we've got kind of a little bit of a long story eli can talk about uh and then i've got a couple new other books coming out a business book um and a short story book
0: a lot a lot to talk about i do want to dish it off to eli because then we're going to get back to you and ask a couple questions about that so eli can you tell us a little bit about yourself what school you go to do you play sports and You know, why write a book? You know, why did you want to write a book? But go ahead, Eli.
2: Uh, So, uh, hi, my name is Eli. Um, I'm 11 years old. I live in Royal Oak, Michigan. Uh, I go to Shrine Catholic Grade School. I'm in fifth grade. Uh, I love to play sports. I love um, baseball, basketball, and soccer sometimes. Um,
0: What's your favorite? What is your position in basketball? What's your position in baseball?
2: Uh, I mean... Kind of like guard in basketball. I love to pitch though in baseball.
0: Nice. Yes. Yeah. What kind of, do you got? You just a fastball? Or are you throwing curves out there? Yeah, uh, sliders.
2: I mean, I mean, sort of curveball and fastball. Really. Too
0: early yeah.
3: for you not throwing no. curves.
0: Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's right that age. I mean, not throw. Don't throw curveballs a little too much. I'm sure uh, Jerry's probably talking to you about that as well, <laughs> mentioning that to you. But that is awesome. All right, we appreciate uh, you sharing that as well. So, uh, why? You know, my first question, I guess, is. Can you guys tell us a little bit about the book, Showdown at Firefly Island? You know, how long? I know you mentioned it was a while to write about it, uh, but tell us a little bit about it. We can start off with you on this one, Eli. Uh, you know, what is this book about, and, you know, how long did it take for you to write it, and why? Why did you want to write this book right here?
2: Um, uh, it's about a family that lives on an amusement park, which is on an island, and they're about to inherit the park. And on the day they inherit it, they're... Um, they are interrupted by this group of um, people that are trying to come and steal the park. So then it's kind of like a big battle at the end, and it's it's kind of cool.
0: So basically, I hear that there's good guys and bad guys, right, yeah. in the story, yeah. and and it's 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 an adventure, fairytale adventure, basically. Yeah. Like you guys have interesting names. Can you tell us some of these names of the characters um, that I hear?
2: So there's. Um, bernie scala is the smart she's the smartest one on the island she made all like the um the magic portal which is in it um and there's the specials which are these they basically run the rides and that's kind of cool and the family is um i think it's joe and eileen national and they um they're the kids and they learn they get to go on the park all day long and that's kind of cool
0: for sure, for sure. Do you want to add on a little bit to that too, Jerry, uh, about like, about the book and I guess how long it took for it, for it to <laughs> complete?
1: Because I know books are not easy. So, the, yes, the, the storyline of the book is that there's two brothers. One of the brothers is, is, uh, um, founded the park with his wife, uh, and uh, that's Francis Fortunato and his wife, Dakota Leelanau. Oh, yeah. And the park, the, the, the group that invades the island is led by his brother, Mm. who they had a falling out when they were little. They were great baseball players, and they, there was an injury when they were little, and one brother blamed it on the other brother. Mm. And they split up, and they one went into a life of crime, and the other one built an amusement park, which was a goal of both of theirs. So in the end, after the amusement park was successful, the evil brother decided to come back and invade. And the story evolves, and the battle evolves, about how these brothers land up fighting, and then what happens, won't spoil the ending, uh, and how they land up uh, getting through it, and you know do they do the, d- does this group of people, including the shy Bernie Scala and the families, get together and beat this group of dastardly evildoers and then what happens in the end between the two brothers so it 's a family story it 's a story and you know, Eli and I were we we decided he was seven years old, so four years ago. And wow. you might talk a little bit about Eli about what happened, how we started at seven, and mm-hmm. the failure we had before we finally put together this book. You want to go ahead and talk about that?
2: Uh, so we created a book about. Uh, it took us about two years, and we thought it was awesome. And then when we published it, it was not as good as we thought <laughs> it was. So then we decided to restart it, and we um we made it better, and we finally finished it. So about to come out yeah
0: how did you know that it, it wasn't as good as you probably thought it was like what what made it like
2: um i mean my grandma and my mom kind of were like i don't think this is as good as you thought it was yeah and they started to read it and i mean i don't think our pictures were that good either we right. had a better artist um and that was just really
3: awesome
1: so really this was like a four-year process it sounds yeah. like we, uh, it took an enormous period of time, and Eli would, I mean, the concept for, the, for the, uh, the island, the concept for the characters were all Eli's. And then my job was to listen and print it back at seven years old. He wasn't doing a lot of word processing, <laughs> so we had to go back and forth, and uh, then he had to approve everything. Uh, so we, nothing's in the book that both of us didn't approve uh we had a few fights i heard i heard when whenever there was some arguments
0: happening that it came down to mom and grandma coming in and they they had to set jerry straight is that true like they had to say jerry yeah you gotta you gotta listen to eli he's the he's the main guy right that's what it was or how did that work out
2: sort of uh kind of both they kind of uh they they like we were arguing over something and then we were like what do you think about this and then they would Say it was either my way or his way, and then that's what we did.
1: But more times, whose was it? Your way or my Probably way? My way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: What are your thoughts so far, Zach, and uh, just in general about the book and just them uh, writing it together?
3: You know, I feel like it's very cool for, especially uh, anybody to write a book, especially an 11 year old. You know? Yeah. I feel like it's very uh, cool and awesome. Yeah, how about he, you? You yeah,
4: started when he was seven, yeah. like, started like innovating and everything. <clears throat> but like, I just want to say a question for you. Uh, why or not why um what books in the past you know inspired you to you know start um, this one up
2: i mean i love to go to amusement parks so i, was, okay. I read books about that um i like fantasy books so i was kind of trying to mix that in with the concept um
0: so yeah, that's kind great. Of, yeah. Uh, so this is a the i'm sure i'm i'm guessing the genre is fantasy and adventure that's what yeah. it is those two yeah. categories All right. Well, listen, first of all, I'm interested in this book. You got people commenting also saying that uh, this is amazing and uh, they want to read the book as well. So, you know, you guys kind of touched on it, but how was it writing a book together? You know, I know you guys said it was a few years, grandpa and grandson. You know, it's at the end of the day that I know it couldn't be always, you know, butterflies and and rainbows. So how was it writing? I'm going to ask you, how was it writing a book with your grandpa? And I'll ask you, how was it writing a book with your grandson? So how was that?
2: is hard. I mean, I don't think people appreciate how hard it is to write a book. Um, just like like there's no like real idea that y- really just like sp- like singular idea that puts the book together. It's kind of just a bunch of strong ideas together that put that at the end of the day, it's just a book and people just think that that's that's just a book, but it's not. It's, it takes a long time.
0: I you know, uh, something that I say, or when I so I actually published a book, too. Uh, this was right out of college. And the thing that I, uh, you know, as I was reading about, you know, what it takes to publish a book, someone compared it to like climbing a mountain
1: yeah.
0: uh, and how it's like, you know, for, you know, the struggles that you go through, you know, the, the, the trials and tribulation. And then, you know, another thing that was like a big thing was like you don't re- like you sit there and you look up and you'd be like, man, I still got a long way to go. But really, you should look behind you and see how far you've come, you know, and that was why. i I always tell people that want to write a book it's like climbing a mountain you know you got to be patient there's a lot of technique that takes to write the book uh and um you know i thought that was like another great example do you agree with that one eli too yeah all right how about you how was it like writing a book with your grandson
1: so it was, um, you know, it, was a, it was exactly like that. It was a, it's a great way to describe it, climbing a mountain. Having said that, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, yeah. we, we, when we agreed on the characters, you know, I mean, Eli, when he was seven, was giving me sketches uh, for what he wanted to describe the characters on, and we came up with different names for him. So, I mean, we had a lot of fun, and there's a lot of humor in the book, too. I mean, you know, there's a, we have a, a, a character called Kooky the Laughing Dog, uh, who laughs throughout the entire book? So it was as long as it took. Uh, you know, we the one thing we did, and the thing I'm proudest of uh, is we stuck with it. Yeah. Um, you know, and we finished it. And then it's one thing to start with a story; it's another thing to actually write, uh, and then to have it edited, oh. and then have it edited again. And then one person we should give a huge shout out to that I think helped, really helped pull it all together was the illustrator Aliyah Davidson. Yeah. Uh, Aaliyah, um, uh, which is a, a friend of our families, uh, just did a wonderful job, and we told her what we were looking for, and she would come back, and she was—it was amazing. I mean, Eli, what did you think about the illustrations?
2: I mean, they were so much better than our last illustrations. Like our last illustrations were kind of like—I don't know—there was just a lot of squiggly lines in it. I don't know. It was
1: just. Yeah, this is this this yeah. these characters capture, you know, of of who we landed up uh, thinking were terrific. So. Aaliyah did a wonderful job of being able to make the book come to life, and it's a chapter book, so it's for would you agree like nine to ten and eleven Probably. year olds. Yeah. But the illustrations keep it flowing uh, mm. and and going through. So uh, um, that was a really really important part that helped pull the whole project together, and then find a way to you know then ultimately get it printed, and then. Now we have to go out and sell it, which yeah. is the last part of it, which is the commerce part of of, uh, of writing a book. Yeah, this is
0: uh, definitely not easy. And I don't think people understand, like you were saying, Eli, the hard work it takes to uh, do everything. I'm just looking at the, these names. You got Fast Freddy, you got Curly, you know, the Chameleon, Tootie, O'Farster, Snake Lady, Nervous Norvus. This is hilarious. Yeah. Like, coming up with the names itself is already going to, it's hard, because you want to come up with a creative names that are probably catchy and are somewhat funny as well yes. so that's why it's uh you know i round of applause ramsey can you please give him another round of applause because you know this is awesome this is awesome so obviously you guys talked about the whole process you mentioned that it's not easy but what was the hardest part you know what do you feel like was the toughest part of you know
1: finishing this book i think the hardest part was making the decision to start over Uh, after we went put all this time and energy into this book and um, you know it's not easy to admit failure Uh, and you know we had to admit that and then Eli's idea was uh, that he wanted to do a chapter book and he was of course two years older and was reading a lot of chapter books Mm -hmm. and uh, that's when we made the decision so to actually say okay we're going to stay with this that for me was the hardest part How about Uh, you for you, Eli?
2: I think the hardest part was getting the ideas for it like because I think we settled on a lot of different um, landforms before we got to an island. We had like, we had a cove, we had, I think we had a mountain, we had a plain. We had a lot of different stuff before we actually settled on an island, which was probably the best um, solution for the landform. But it was, I don't know, like there was just like, like all the rides, we had to come up with names for all those and it was just, it was just, I don't know.
0: A lot to yeah. probably do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of decisions that were made throughout this book, from the yeah. names to, you know, how you guys use the characters, because I'm sure there's a lot of characters, it looks like, too. So, you know, making sure they all kind of have their own role. This looks like one of those things where it could be like a, you know, you can make it like into like a movie or something, you know, yeah. or, or a short short film or something, you know, where uh, people could even get a chance to watch this film because it looks very creative um, I'm looking forward to definitely reading this to my daughters, because I know they love these kind of things, uh, you know, fantasy and adventure kind of books as well. Um, so, I see that proceeds will be going to Detroit Pal.
1: Um, you know, what what made you want to do that, and why Detroit Pal? So, I started off 25 years ago, as I mentioned, with uh, a group actually called Think Detroit, which was a Another forerunner group there was Detroit Pal and think Detroit and they merged in 2008 and uh, at its peak it was serving 10,000 kids a year 1500 volunteers and it was providing athletic opportunities but really what was happening was the opportunity and you all know this from your sports background of of being with a bunch of kids and a mentor coach and the idea wasn't so much to win although everybody wants to win yeah. uh, it was also you know how do, do you get kids to play the game and I met two wonderful people. One, Dan Varner, uh, who's actually the head now of, of Goodwill in Southeast Michigan, uh, our greater Detroit area, I think. And then Mike Tenbush, uh, who's in charge of a group called International Samaritan, which is based in Ann Arbor, which does international work with, with uh, you know, deeply, deeply poverty-stricken countries all over the world. Uh, Ethiopia, um, I think they go to Haiti. I can't remember the name of the country. So they inspired me. And that's what started it. And then as I got involved, I just found out that the association with the police department, which was a very healthy relationship, and we all know the challenges that the police departments caused, you know, if, if challenges that they've had with, with uh, youth. This is a positive experience. It's where coaches are involved, coaches and, and, and police officers that are coaches. They have a group called Team Up. I could go on and on. Yeah. Uh, but but the uh the bottom line is for me is that it's youth, it's sports. Sports was important to me in my life. Sports is important for Eli in his life. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and you've been down to the Pal ballpark. What you, if you uh, don't mind if I ask? No, for, just, sure, uh, for sure. What do you think yeah. about the Paul Ballpark?
2: Um it's it's really awesome. It's on. it's like it's based in the um the old Tiger Stadium, so yeah. you can actually see like what it's like to be standing where like Babe Ruth was standing, and where all those famous baseball players were standing, and it's not just for baseball. They have um, they have different stuff there. They it's um, they play football and baseball there, and it's it's really cool to be on the field.
0: Oh, listen, uh, I asked you this question because I wanted people to know, but it's our turn to give the shout out to Detroit Pal because. First of all, these guys started off with Detroit Pal. Uh, my coaching life and career started off with Detroit Pal as well. These guys all played for Detroit Pal. I can sit here, like you said, Jerry, we can sit here and probably have a whole show about the things that Detroit Pal has done for us. Um, just as me, as a coach, uh, quote unquote mentor, and for these guys as players, I'm gonna go ahead and let them also share their, their thoughts on Detroit Pal. But, you know, for me, I couldn't ask for a better organization growing up or, and starting off like as a coach because they do such a great job being inclusive uh, and also making sure that it's not just, like you said, playing the game. You know, it's it's learning the game. It's making sure that you learn that you're not just their coach. You might be someone that they look up to, like a mentor. And so you want to try to help them and guide them through life, even if they're young, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11-year-old year boys, you know. So we've had a great time. We actually played at the corner. We actually won a championship, a baseball championship at the corner ballpark. Uh, he played uh, there for uh, Cast Tech and also the Aztecs. Um so we've had a lot of history with Detroit Pal. We love it. You know, you mentioned the, the the uh the you know them working with the the police. You know, we actually have a video of us following the Detroit Pal and the Detroit Police Department, you know, where we kinda job shadowed them. So we kinda got an experience of what that was like to be a police officer, uh, and also working with Pal as well. You know, they gave us a tour of the Detroit police, uh the you know, the the, uh, the main headquarters. So it, it just it, it, we we kind of grew a bond where we became a family and, and that's what Detroit pal kind of stands for where they they treat every single kid and coach like their own family and, and that's what kind of made us fall in love with what they do uh, Zach has a special story with Detroit Pal. Zach, you want to tell him a little bit about that Yeah, uh, they actually uh took me and paid for my Dubai trip You know they took me to Dubai
1: uh, ah yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So
0: he was one of the winners that went to Dubai. So he
1: went with Robert Jamerson and Maria Franklin, yeah. and oh, yeah. wonderful! I did not know that. Yeah. So Zach went to
0: Dubai. Uh, he got selected. It was probably like I don't know how many people they took specifically, pal. Uh, but he was one of the people That got selected And he was there for a week He was You know Zach is at that teenager age Where he didn't know Like what to expect Kind of was questionable But I'm like Listen man I was like You ever get a free trip To anywhere You need to take it <laughs> And when he came back He said it was his best trip of his life Really? Yeah Best week of my life Best really? week of his life oh, Okay I didn't know that You know we've had, We shared a lot of experiences Zach You know How are you going to say That was your best week We didn't <laughs> You know what I mean <laughs> uh, But best week of your life uh, Can you tell us a little bit about it Like what did you guys do
3: uh, you know, I feel like we visited every big spot in Dubai, uh, the Burj Khalifa, the we went on one of the deserts. I don't know what his name, but yeah, we feel like we did everything that you're supposed to do in Dubai.
0: And then you guys also like had meetings. Yeah, you know,
3: I feel like uh, we had meetings with big people, you know, uh, big uh, places and stuff. We had to talk about stuff, and
0: it was overall a great trip. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and that was awesome that he got a chance to do it. Yusuf, you want to share your little your experience also with Detroit Pell?
4: I mean, yeah, Detroit Pell, is, you mentioned a lot of great things about it. But I, I want to give a shout out to people who've been, you know, with mainly in Detroit Pell, Richard Resnick, yeah. Officer Paisley, Officer George. They, those people, you know, really helped us out and, you know, took us on their Detroit Pell buses throughout the city. To um, we even went to Ohio that one time for that tournament. Um, so great organization especially for the youth and it develops young kids like we are doing right now um just to be better man
0: yeah and i'm happy you mentioned that the ohio one was another great time so we we had a trip to ohio baseball trip a weekend trip you know and so i took these guys and then you know obviously one of the biggest expenses is uh you know finding a way to get there and without hesitation officer paisley and officer george say we're gonna take our pal buses don't charge us a penny. Obviously, you know, the logistics of all of that. And not only that, though, they stay with us. So, like, we felt, you know, we've, you know we got two you know, retired. We're not retired, but current police officers while being with us. And, by the way, you know, I, I'm like, you know, we're, when you're the coach, you kind of can't be the fun guy. Sometimes you can, but sometimes you got to be, like, so they just had an, like, they were the fun they were the fun people, you know, Officer Paisley, Officer George. Like, they were having a great time with the kids. You know, they're just being, you know, very relatable and under you know understanding of the situation and I mean we ain't do so well in the tournament but I, I can tell you right now I guarantee you that was probably one of the funnest weekends that all all of them had because uh, it was just a good time overall Ramsey do you want to unmute your mic and just share a couple stories or your thoughts on Detroit Pal as well Ramsey's in the back by the way I don't think I int- did I introduce you Ramsey I want to make sure yeah. okay but go ahead Ramsey any comments you want to say about Pal? Uh, we got the baseball
4: championship
0: twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. At the corner ballpark Yeah so the funny Story about that We'll quickly say that Then we'll move on So the corner The corner ballpark Right Uh, We uh, So my brother Got married the day before So I knew we were Going to have a lot Of family in In town So I was like And believe it or not It was like Three weeks away And I was already Telling my uncle Who's the assistant coach I was like Listen man you know my brother muhammad's wedding is that friday i was like, the championship is set i thought like, we got to make it to the championship because we're gonna have so much family in town you know and they're gonna come and you know when you that, that it's like a home field advantage when you have a lot of crowd there and we ended up making it to the championship we went to the wedding on friday saturday comes and like we just filled up the stands and oh, i dang. cannot tell you we lost to that team in the regular season 10 to 6. we beat them 14-0 in the championship Wow. wow. because of the impact like like they were just like they were so imp- like the crowd was so into it that like i know they were just playing on a whole nother level and like i said we beat them 14-0 like i, I did not expect that at all like they just came out firing on all cylinders they were playing on their a game you know and and so it was it was awesome i feel like the the crowd and the people us an extra Booster Yeah
3: Whatever you know
0: like. I bet you they're an Intimidating factor For the other team yeah, too <laughs> Yeah Well
1: that's exciting
0: <laughs> Yeah It was a great time And it was at the corner too So like I'm so happy That we got a chance To win a championship At the corner Because now I can say Like hey we won a championship At the corner You know it's a great uh Memory
1: Well you know It's, it's kind of an interesting Situation because you and I Would not be together and have a friendship if it wasn't for Detroit Pal. yeah, and if you think about it, when we all we all love sports, and yeah. we're all, and that's what kind of brought us together. yeah uh, and so you know, yes, and thanks for naming off those people. Those are just yeah. absolutely wonderful people. And Fred Hunter's now running the organization, yes. and I think if you don't know Fred, Fred is we appreciate you know, an Fred inspirational uh, you know leader of the group and all the staff member there are, are just incredibly committed people yeah. and that's one of the reasons why I you know uh, um, stay involved is because I get what I call them chill moments you know yeah. I mean, just all the wonderful things and hearing this story is another chill bunt moment so that's yeah. wonderful
0: for sure Thank you. and I want to give a shout out to Officer Hearn as well man because he was one that guided us through that video and, and, and okay. definitely need to get him on the show so going back to you Eli and also Jerry is what is the biggest takeaway I think you got from writing this book like what's the one thing that you know for me when I wrote the book i think it was like man you can really accomplish anything if you set your mind to it that was what was for me like because obviously it took a long time right and so what was your biggest takeaway of writing Uh, this book
2: it was probably just memories because we got i mean it was like once a week i went over there it was just a fun time because i got to go over to my grandparents house once a week to work on the book and then i mean now it's over i can look back and say I went once a week yeah and then that was that
0: was fun yeah that memory will always be with you man i'll tell you that right now and then how about you
1: well it was the same it was it turned out to be kind of a family uh a family project and you know being able to do that with eli and being able to have something to do this and even to be able to do shows like this this is just great fun and a great experience for us so uh thank you
0: no no problem no problem and what i want to tell you eli is i i know for those that are out there they'll be like man i don't know if i could uh, People don't even, you know, first of all, obviously, people are not even fortunate to have sometimes their grandparents around. Uh, and then secondly, if they are around, obviously, they they probably are not maybe in tune with what their grandchildren are doing. And thirdly, you know, just being able to have that relationship, man, I don't ever take that for granted Uh, I I know Jerry's a great guy, and I just wanted to say this, and this is for anybody out there, parents, grandparents, don't ever take that for granted. You know, when you're able to actually sit down and be able to complete a project like this, this is going to, you know, Jerry's setting you up for success in life and and this is this is a huge accomplishment don't don't ever i know you know it now because now that it's done but this is this is something that hopefully is the beginning of a a lot more great things that are going to be coming your way so uh can you please give them one more round of applause And uh, this is the transition period So now we're going to be able to ask questions to everybody We just wanted you all to all know about this book Again, Showdown at Firefly Island Again, the link is right there I I pinned it right there in the comment section Go ahead and uh, purchase the book I know it's available on Amazon. Is there other places where it's available, by the way?
1: Yeah, we have a website that actually is, uh, it's JerryTales, with a G, G G-E-R-R-Y, Tales.com. And you can order the book off the website also.
0: Nice. So there you go. Uh, Again, this is Showdown at Firefly Island. These are the co-authors. You got Jerry Boylan and Eli Clark. Uh, Grandpa and grandson So you know you get the combination of both So that's awesome Uh, Ramsey, we're going to go ahead and run our second ad of today Which is going to be Kahwa House It's an amazing coffee place That has six different locations right now So we're going to go ahead and give a shout out to the Kahwa House And then we're going to go to part two of the show Questions, games, the four bars I know a lot of you enjoy this part of the show Where we kind of have a little bit of fun with this So go ahead and Ramsey, run that ad And then we'll get it going The Kahwa House the Kawa House is the first coffee shop of its kind. The Kahwa House is a family business established in 2017 for the sole purpose of providing the best quality Yemeni coffee with no added preservatives, artificial additives, or flavors. You can stop by Kahwa House to try their famous Yemeni latte, adani shahi, mfawar, and jubani coffees. You can also stop by to try their delicious pastries such as the Yemeni favorite sabaya, their sembusas, and their new menu item, Everything Mini Bites. There are currently four Kahwa House locations, with two of them coming soon as well, to make it a total of six. Their four locations is West Dearborn, East Dearborn, Williamsburg, New York, Lombard, Illinois, with two new locations coming in Canton, Michigan, and Petersburg, New Jersey. So no matter where you're at in the country, be sure to stop by a Kahwa House and get a glimpse of what the Yemeni culture is all about. All right, we are back. We are back again. Shout out to Kahwa House. Shout out to all of our sponsors, the Balkan House Restaurant, Hanley International Academy, Kahwa House, and BC Adhesives. We really do appreciate them and their support. You know, we appreciate Jerry because he has shown support for our Oz media as well. So we appreciate you, by the way. So thank you so much for everything that you do. So, my next question, and um, I'm going to start off with Yusuf on this one. And Ramsey, we'll make you answer this one too, man. I, I hope you got something for us. All right. So, uh, Yusuf. If you had to write a book right now, what would it be about? And if you have a title for us, too. I'm kind of laughing because I know uh, Zach probably has a funny title for us. Uh, Yusuf, if you have a title for us, uh, um, if you had a genre and title, I guess, what would it be about and a title?
4: If it would be a genre, it would probably be similar to yours in Autobiography. Because and um, your book, life Behind the Scenes, Oh, um, uh, I read it multiple times. And I'm just looking and seeing how... You interpreted your life You know with Details and things like that Throughout college mainly Especially high school And college and everything I want to do that as well You know Just to see And I'm still 18 right now So I still got a long ways to go So probably in the future Hopefully Inshallah But like So so That's probably like What I want to do And the title Would probably be um, See That's It'll be tough But it'll probably be simple As you know You know Autobiography On use of okay. that
3: How about you Zach Well the genre The genre would be uh, fiction, Cause uh, You know uh, Like uh, The uh, like the story would be, would be like About me So I would like Probably lie about all of it You know <laughs> I'd probably lie about everything You know Make me feel cool Make me look cool You know I'd, So The genre would be fiction But The title uh, I'll put like On big letters All caps The life of the general
1: <laughs> That's great Yeah by the way, when you write fiction, and I've written a fictional novel, the great thing is is that all the characters do exactly what you tell them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, that's why I like it. It's the plot. Yeah, for sure. I can I actually see that, Zach. You should actually look into
1: that, man. I have a question
4: for you. You're into sports, like like basketball, especially, right?
1: Uh, yeah. You can tell by my height, basketball yeah. would be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so,
4: do you ever feel like the NBA is scripted? Right?
1: Uh, you know, it's entertainment. You yeah. know, it's definitely entertainment, but you know the one thing I, I, I will tell you is is that they're competitive. Okay. And you know they, as much as the whole thing is is uh, entertainment, and it, but when you get those guys in the court, mm-hmm. and uh, I would tell you that my son runs something called the Shape Stay in Shape League, which is the guys that don't play every day. Yeah. And they play as competitively on in those pickup games, uh, so I I think it's entertainment, not scripted too competitive of guys to uh to to not have it be like that
0: okay i'm happy that you mentioned the entertainment part because you know uh i remember reading something somebody was like at the end of the day these you know these sports are all entertainment businesses at the end of the day so but yeah i, I agree that it's, it's too too much going on for it to be uh, scripted but ramsey we're gonna go ahead and uh dish it off to you ramsey so go ahead and tell us what would your book be about and if you have a title for us as well
3: my book would be about you know
0: how to balance life as
3: a middle schooler, you know how to
0: balance sports, um, grades, you know, uh, religion. Yeah. You know, the title would be balancing life as a middle schooler. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. There you go. Appreciate you, Ramsey. Yeah. Ramsey thought about that one, huh? Sounds like you're already starting to write it. No. Okay. All right. How about you, Eli? Uh, if you had to write another book, because obviously you already written one, uh, what would it be about? And then you, if you, I mean, I know title is kind of hard, but if you have one, let us know what that would be too.
2: Um, I like reali- realistic fiction, so I'd probably go with one of those where it's, it's like le- real life, but it's not. Yeah. Because, like, uh, like you said, um, all the characters do exactly as you tell them to do, so you can yeah. just basically, I mean, once you start going, it's kind of just easy to keep going if you have an idea. Like, I've written a couple short stories for school, and it's, it's fun like that. Um, and it would probably my title would probably be um uh, sports in 5th grade.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. I got a quick question oh, for you. Yeah. I'm sure your friends know that you wrote this book, right? So like how are you the cool guy in town? Like this guy is an author now? Like how does that work? I
2: don't know. It's just
0: <laughs> I, I'm not not I'm not joking. <laughs> we might we need you guys to sign this book before because yeah. you know Eli Eleven year old you know author, we're gonna definitely need an autograph, man, just so we can say that we know we know this guy, and of course, Jerry would love your autograph as well, so please whenever before y'all leave, we definitely need some autographs maybe on this book, but definitely cool also, in my eyes
4: also I want to say um with my answer, I do want to have some illustrations in the book as well, yeah, because I know um let's say if I do it like you know most chapter books, you know it's just words and everything, and younger audience. You know might not like that i want people from all ages to actually see my book you know with the illustrations they love visual representation so they'll
3: like see that and then you know they get expand with that so. oh yeah definitely uh in my book i'm strong big strong guy you know muscles <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> muscles coming
0: out of the show yeah, definitely. <laughs> How about you, Jerry? Uh, I mean, I guess you've already written a book. If you had to write another one, I mean, you've got a couple coming up. Yeah. Right? So
1: I guess I got a head start. I yeah. don't have to make anything up. Uh, yeah. The title of one book, which I'll which I'll I'll, I'll say is, it's called uh, "No Deals at the Pearly Gates," and it's a business book. Okay. And the title infers what a theme of the story is, which is how not to lose your soul while you're a business person. Mm. And uh, you know which the trade-offs that land up happening. Yeah. And uh, you know you want to be able to get to the finish line and still have your soul intact and that's not the easiest thing to, in the world to do period. Uh, and so that's just my journey in in attempting to do that and where I where I was successful and where I failed. What was the title again? No deals at the Pearly Gates. I love that
0: i love that that's a good one that's a good one yeah yeah and then uh for me believe it or not like i do want to get back into this and you guys are inspiring me because now i can, like so my daughter and i like it's so funny like we she like loves rhyming like she really does like she'll just sit there like i almost have to tell her like all right stop we don't want to hear it anymore because she just loves it and she's four years old and she just loves just putting words together and rhyming and. I've always wanted to do children's books because I know like, I kind of like Dr. Seuss kind of in a way where we kind of tell a story through rhyming and through words, obviously with illustrations and stuff. But now, you know, hearing this story, it's like I could kind of almost do it with her and and, and I think it would be great. I think it would be great. I don't know no titles yet, but kind of that kind of genre where we, you know, inspiring inspiring stories. It could be maybe fictional or adventurous or fairy tale, but you know, where it rhymes and... You know, very simple. Doesn't have to be a chapter book. Those chapter books can definitely uh, go a long way. But kind of something where we can just kind of just publish and get it done. You know, not too many pages, and have my daughter kind of be the author of it in a way too, because she loves doing it. That's you know, great. and she loves storytelling too. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe you guys kind of are inspiring me with that situation. So, but yeah, moving on is we are now entering the questions game. Okay, so you gotta prepare, get ready to go. Uh, This is the part where I ask questions. Again, these questions are based off of things that I may have mentioned. I don't know these guys' answers before we come into the show, so I come up with the questions before the show. So the hint is these questions are based off of things that I've said throughout the show, okay? Uh, The way it works is I have to finish the question. Uh, Please don't hit the buzzer before because if you hit the buzzer, you kind of are eliminated uh, from answering the question. So let the question finish. Then you can hit it. Uh, By the way, all these rules came from arguments, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) All these rules have come from arguments in the past. So uh, definitely uh, it's going to be fun. And then obviously you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, you get a minus point. All right. So just want to throw that out there. So with that said, are you ready to roll? Are you all four ready to go? Okay, here we go. Question number one. I said, writing a book feels like what? Oh, that's me. That's me.
4: That's me. That's me, that's me. Come this on. This hand right. was on the mountain. Head- We're
0: like, going like, to see I it. I mean, this is, is is this is delayed. This is delayed, all He's right? So we can definitely see the replay. His hand was literally above. boat. Oh, that's what we get. That's <laughs> what we get, Jerry. are <laughs> you right? still arguing? Was it, bro? Of course, why your why you brother. Still, that's me. Zach got it. Why are you still arguing? Zach got it. Swimming. Climbing a mountain is correct. Congratulations. Give him a round of applause. So Zach... And Jerry are in the lead right now 1-0 These guys have done this before Eli <laughs> <laughs> I can see that Yeah So now we got um, Next question right? What genre is the book Showdown at Firefly Island? Eli uh, got It's fantasy Fantasy Alright Go fantasy. ahead and give him a round of applause <laughs> I love it when it's 1-1 one, one, by the way Because all I got is three questions I'm doomed So this is the final question <laughs> Alright I... Alright Here we go This is for the win What does PAL stand for? Oh, um, he hey, huh? he huh? hey, too look. early, Zach. That's look, look. That's look. Early. yes, Yusuf. Stop, Yusuf right, stop,
3: At least look, at least you look. He can't see his at voice. though
4: look. You
0: cheated, Yeah, you really bro. can't. You oh really can
3: I didn't go early at all.
0: Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Come on, man. All right, Yusuf. It's oh Yusuf.
4: Palestine's for Police Athletic League.
0: There you go. Go ahead and give Yusuf and Eli a round of applause. You know Jerry was here just hanging out. I like, was the weakling. <laughs> <Huh? laughs> all right, but there you guys go, you know, a couple of questions. Like I said, we like to have fun and we sometimes argue, but it's all right. Uh, now is the four bars and word of the day. You know, like I said, we love putting words into rhymes and just so people could understand a new word that you may have not understood. And today's word is delegate, which means to give control, responsibility, or authority to someone, to trust someone with a job or duty. It can also mean to choose someone to do something. The reason why, obviously, this is the word because, you know, we had Eli and Jerry write this book. So I'm sure they both delegated some of the project of completing this book. So. With that said Today's word is delegate I don't know if any of you guys Wrote any lines Or anything like that Got any bars or no?
4: Have any bars? No?
0: Anybody? All right. so basically Can we put that word In a sentence or a situation? You know so the word is delegate Does anybody want to start off? Yusuf you want to start us off? off. Go ahead Uh,
4: To give control responsibility So delegate um, You know If you have Let's say Pete let's say you're at a workshop Or something like that You're at a workspace You know Um uh Delegate. you want to give that res- Something I want to give an example where um You know let's say you're at a restaurant Or something and you got a bunch of Like calls coming in let's say it's a busy day Like a, for example Super Bowl or something And you got a bunch of orders you know And you know you want to have that You want to delegate to someone else you know to help you out With that order let's say it's a bunch of wings you know Give responsibility to someone To you know to make sure that they're going to get the order Right and not mess up the order something like that And just have it done right
0: as you can, as if you guys have not figured it out yet, Yusuf also has a side job at a restaurant and so that's why he uh, used yes, that as an well. example for sure. Zach, uh, delegate? I feel like uh, in my book, I'm going to be uh, delegating, you
3: know, my characters, you know, my
0: myself, you know. Okay, there you go. Zach, how about you, Eli? Do you, can you put that in a sentence or in a situation? Uh-huh.
2: I'd probably be delegating my chores to my brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's smart guy. Smart guy. How about you, Jerry? You want to use that word in a sentence or
1: situation? So delegation gets things done. Uh, and that's what I've learned. Uh, if you if you want to get big things done, you better learn how to delegate. You better learn to be able to step back, but you also better be able to have accountability for what you've delegated.
0: I love that. I love that. Ramsey, do you want to add on something? Uh, Delegates. The word is delegate. Uh, you know, when
3: you're playing sports, you got to... You gotta delegate the court, you know, take control. It's great. Give trust to other people.
0: Oh, Ramsey's been hearing that all year this year from Coach Burns. Ramsey's a great player, by the way. He uh, led his team. Uh, he did a great job this year, and I don't think I ever gave him a shout-out. I'm very proud of him, how he played his eighth-grade year. Uh, you know, obviously, the one thing, though, he did have to learn is also trusting his teammates uh, down, down, you know, because obviously, you know, when you're one of the better players, that's one of the things that you kind of have to learn is, like, yeah, you don't have to do it all. You can help, you know, get your teammates involved because that will actually open things up. For you as a player as well, so but Ramsey did a great job. Uh, here we go. Well, you know, I usually try to write some lines just so we can uh, you know keep it rolling. Okay, so the word is delegate. If you're overwhelmed and not feeling so great, then your responsibilities you should probably delegate. It's okay to ask for help. That's what family and friends are for. We are here to give you a hand to open up that door. We are here to assist you with anything that you need. These are all things we learned by being part of the Detroit Police Athletic League. All right? There great. you go. Those are the lines. Those are the lines. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right? So those were the four bars slash word of the day. Believe it or not, we are reaching the end point, which is the weekend motivation. I don't know if you were just going to do it. Or did you have some advice you wanted to give people out there as well, by the way? Did you have something for us, too? I just wanted to ask you that question. Did you? I
2: I think writing a book is great. I think that it's a great way to learn how to um, how to put words together and put ideas together and to express yourself out in a new way.
0: Yes, thank you so much for that. I'm going to actually, Eli, have you repeat that because I wanted to record it on my phone because I'm going to end up pulling this clip out and sharing it on social media so that people can come back on the show as well. But thank you for thank you so much for sharing that as well. But I just want to quickly say, for those that are watching, please feel free to subscribe to our channels. You got YouTube, you got Apple, you got Spotify podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok under Oz Media. So uh, make sure you follow us. Again, you can listen to the show later on. On Apple and Spotify Podcast and um, again, shout out to our sponsors: the Kahwa House, Hanley International Academy, BC Adhesives, and the uh, and I'm sorry, I've, uh, the Balkan House Restaurant. So, with that said, uh, Gary, you know, this, uh, Jerry. This is the weekend motivation time. So, if you want to, again, I'm going to be recording it uh, just so I could pull this clip out and then post it later on social media. So, what are some? I mean, what is the weekend motivation you got for us, Jerry?
1: So for me, uh, the motivation that I'd like to leave is that something that I've learned, and that is reading. Uh, And if there's one thing that's helped me from the very, very beginning all the way through till now at at my age, all 70 years, has been reading. And my motivation is to ask everyone to read as much as you can. Everything. Not just the things you would normally read, but things. If you don't like business, read about business. If you don't like about entertainment, read about entertainment. It it can expand your universe, it expands your your vocabulary and it expands your ability to succeed in life. Thank you so much,
0: Jerry, and how about you, Eli? What's some weekend innovation?
2: Um I think that uh, writing a book is awesome and that um even if you uh like I don't know, it's just write it like it's a good way to expand your vocabulary and um to help grow up in a good um way.
0: Thank you, thank you so much I want to go ahead and give him a round of applause, Ramsey This was awesome We had such a great time uh, You know, any final words From anybody uh, you want to go, We'll start off with you guys, Zach
3: Great show, I feel like it's inspiring From an 11 year old writing a book And going this far Very inspiring Yusuf?
4: Yeah, um, like you said, um, just that relationship You guys built up, you know, when you were 7 You know, started off, you know two years the book didn't work out like how you guys wanted it to had to restart as you mentioned um it's very very inspiring you know it's especially at your age you know you got your friends look at you you know maybe want to you know try something that you did um uh, so uh definitely i'm gonna read this book 100 percent. we want your autographs for sure both of you guys and um it's a great show for sure
0: eli any final words you want to say
2: i mean just keep reading
0: Yep. Thank you, and how about you, Jerry?
1: Uh, you know this is I was just thinking of something, and I forgot this young man's name Ramsey Ramsey, Ramsey so I learned something uh, and when you put, took the word delegate and attached it to trust, I think that's just a perfect uh, uh, combination and uh, um, something that I've learned so you you're never too old to learn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much again. We
0: hope that you enjoyed it. This was season two, episode twenty-four of the movement. The, the movement. movement. We will be back again next week. It's, it's all right. Uh, we will be back again next week, same time, noon, Saturday. Looking forward to it. And I forgot to mention this. We'll close out the show saying this. And maybe if you're free, uh, Jerry. So uh, last year we have an annual. We have an annual Hemtraming versus Dearborn basketball game that we hold. Uh, Last year we had it at our school It was a great turnout Basically we raised money for Yemen It's all charity basketball game Uh, It was during Ramadan But this year we did it So Ramadan is going to start Like around 23rd or 24th So we said we were going to do it A week before Ramadan this year uh, Because we didn't want to bother people During that month You know people are busy And stuff like that So uh, this year March 17th Friday March 17th Is going to be at Etzel Ford High School Which is in Dearborn uh, 7 o'clock p.m. Hamtramck versus Dearborn So what I do is I get both mirrors involved as well. Uh, So the Dearborn Mayor will be playing. The Hamtramck Mayor is still questionable. He doesn't play basketball, so he doesn't want to embarrass himself, but he will be there, obviously, but he... he we don't know yet if he's going to play, but the Dearborn Mayor has already confirmed. So that it should be another great game. Uh, make sure you come out. Make sure you come watch. Again, 100% of the proceeds this year, not only will be going to Yemen, but also go to Turkey and Syria. Uh, for those that don't know, a lot of earthquakes devastated that region. A lot of people have passed away from that. And obviously, a lot of people lost their homes, their businesses. So any donation obviously can help. If you always want to help, come out, watch a game, enjoy the game, and also, uh, you know, donate donate if you can. Thank you again for watching and we'll see you all next week.